Great news, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. I just want to let you know that we have finally released our second book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires. This book was written with you in mind. I wanted to capture 15 unique stories of different investors starting at different stages and doing different things. This book is just that. It's nearly 300 pages of motivation, of confirmation, and reminders that yes, you too can do this thing. Check it out on Amazon, and of course, have a great day. And yes, this is your daily financial news. It is Tuesday, October 19th. I had to think about who I'm talking to today to see uh, to see what day was. Kind of weird, huh? Anyways, let's start the day by congratulating two people who follow one rental at a time. First, a husband and wife combination, Mary and Reed. Congratulations for getting your uh, first or next deal. Your card will go out in the mail. And then Anthony, congratulations for getting your next book or your next um, deal. Congratulations. Your card will go out in the mail as well. It's funny, I just got a text and it said, I want one of your books and I got distracted. Sorry about that. Anyways, what I'm talking about here is yesterday I announced that I got these books in stock. Uh, I think I got 36 of them and more than half are gone already. Folks, if you don't know what we're doing here, I want to autograph some for you. I'm going to sell them for the same price as Amazon, which is 50 bucks combined. No tax, no shipping. I'm going to cover it just because I want to thank my community. Uh, again, I can only ship out the ones I have. So I think I have, I think I have 15 left. So if you want to get on, in on this, you can reach out to me on Instagram. I will share my email. PayPal is easiest to me. Uh, we could do Zelle if we had to. I don't have credit cards. I'm just, I'm just me. So uh, not really a company, but uh, I bought them. I bought a bunch. I want to autograph, send them to you for the same cost as Amazon, just as a thank you. So if you want to get on that, uh, I got a few left. And um, if you bought one yesterday, I'm going to the post office later this afternoon. I think I'm shipping out. I actually didn't count, but I bet you it's more than 20 now that I think about it because I did a bunch in the morning and a bunch in the evening. So lots and lots of fun. Uh, remember, folks, something I do ask for is five-star reviews. Uh, both of the uh, original book uh, and the new book. This is a big deal. And if you do get these books, do me a favor. Take a selfie. Tag me on One Rental at a Time's Instagram page. I love to see them. It's motivating. It took a year to write these. Um, so if you can take a few seconds to snap a selfie and send it over, that would be wonderful. And then lastly, if you watched my goals video from the weekend on Sunday, the numbers were bad, but I was feeling good. So even though the numbers were bad, I was like, this is a good week. And it has continued to be a good week because I know we are doing the things. People are getting deals. I'm getting increased messages that stuff is resonating. And then finally, we are at 999 people, a part of our private Facebook group. Uh, if you are one of the six people that bought the course yesterday, make sure you get joined. I'm going to be curious who's going to be the one thousandth member if you want to join this awesome community you need to buy the course how to get started one rental at a time and uh, ask to join the group in facebook it is amazing people are sharing deals and every week i give you a taste with our community videos okay on with the news of the day what should we do what should we do let's go top down what the heck 
Uh, first thing I read this morning was U.S. housing starts and permits fell. Uh, it is um, to be expected, frankly. Uh, we went from an environment where builders, we were only talking about lumber. Doesn't, don't you remember that? Lumber was at 10x or 8x normal. That has now come down. But what we are now seeing, and I've talked about it before, and you've actually heard it from some of the folks on my channel, there are issues in the supply chain with housing components. Housing is a collection of stuff, whether it's window, copper wiring, shingles, um, you know, PVC pipe, whatever it is, it is um, it's a problem. And it is without question slowing down housing uh, developments, housing starts. Uh, in addition, everything is more expensive. Folks, this inflation is real. It is not transitory. I've been telling you that for six months. The good news is people are starting to believe me. A little late, but I, I take it. It's okay. Uh, in addition to that, labor is short. Again, how do you fix that? You kind of follow the recipe of that New York restaurant I talked about a couple weeks ago. You simply raise salaries. And when you raise salaries, um, you have to raise prices. It's just the cycle we are in and this wage inflation, which will feel good until you see how painful it will be. Um, it's it's going to be with us for several years. So yes, housing starts fell 1.6 and permits fell 7.7%. And that's interesting because just yesterday, builders were you know, giddy with what's going on. But now you see that housing starts are down and permits are down. Everything's more expensive, labor, they're just going slower. The big earnings of the day with Procter & Gamble. I told you about this, I think on Saturday. We need to see what P&G says. P&G is a huge consumer giant. Consumer giants like this can really give us a picture of what's going on in our economy. So what did, what did P&G say? Well, first off, they topped revenue and they topped earnings. So that's a beat, right? Beat on revenue, beat on earnings. I really don't care about the last quarter. I want to know about the future. They raised the forecast for inflation. Last quarter, P&G told the community that they expected inflation to cost $1.9 billion dollars. Right, cost, meaning input costs, wages, shipping, freight. Now it's 2.4, no, 2.3 billion dollars. PG may eat some of that. They're not going to eat a lot. They are going to pass that on to consumers. And look at that. Price hikes will continue. Price hikes will continue as input freight in wages accelerate. You can ex expect price hikes in the following categories in the next 30 days. Beauty, oral care, and grooming. In f and then the last thing that P&G said, which scared me, should scare you, inflation is still accelerating. Put that in your uh, pipe and smoke it, Mr. Jerome Powell. It's what I've been telling you. It's getting worse. All the data that's coming out with CPI, PPI, it's not including what is really going on in the community. So again, P&G is telling us price hikes are coming. PG&E, without saying it, 
actually said, we can raise prices, consumers still buy. They have pricing power. And again, we've been talking, I've been talking about CEOs across the board. They're like, hey, we got to pay an extra 16 bucks. We'll raise it 18 bucks and we'll make more money. That is what is going on in our um, economy right now. Looks like college enrollment is falling. Yes, folks, uh, after a year, year and a half of kind of uh, Zoom-based education, college enrollment is falling. Frankly, I say good. College is awesome if you know what you want to do. If your profession requires degrees like doctoring and lawyering and engineering and architects and nursing, and I'm sure I'm skipping a whole bunch, but it is not required for all jobs. In fact, even in the Silicon Valley, land of all the engineers and computer scientists, more and more companies are not even looking. If you have the skill, they want you. So as far as college enrollment going down, I say good. Colleges got a little high on the horse they are a for-profit entity. Uh, colleges are teaching folks to be employees, not entrepreneurs. And I think uh, as we go forward, uh, it's okay. If colleges go down and, and we have less colleges, probably not a bad thing. Uh, very expensive. They, are, they offer, on average, a horrible return on investment, plus return on time. It takes four or five years to get a degree. That's four or five years you could have been cutting your teeth on your own business, your own this, your own that. So, uh, And again, as I've said, it's not required for more and more professions. On to China. Um, the China housing crisis is going to be worse than I first expected. I'm, I'm reading more and more about this. First, first um, mistake reality, error, whatever you want to call it. I'll probably call it a reality. Chinese citizens, you and me, right? Just average people. They bought housing for, um, what do they call it? A store of wealth. Hence, there are lots and lots of vacant units. We will get to that in a moment. But when you buy housing as a wealth creation or store of wealth, you are really repeating the sins that too many of us did in 06, 07. Housing only goes up. Uh, you're betting on appreciation. It looks like a lot of Chinese real estate was bought to store wealth, not cash flow. If you are buying a house and keeping it empty and paying the bills and insurance and taxes or whatever, you are gambling. That's financial suicide a lot of times. So not only did Chinese citizens do that on the regular, they have done it so much that they estimate that there is over 100 million vacant units. Vacant units that are owned by the citizens, not the government, not property developers, 100 million units. And if you're an average citizen, and you see the values start to crumble in your store of wealth, you are not happy. If the CCP or the Chinese government suddenly out of nowhere adopts property tax to make it more expensive to hold these vacant units, it is, it's, it is ugly. It's, it's going to get bad for years to come. 
On top of the 100 million vacant units, it is estimated that property developers like Evergrande in the ilk of the kind have 30 million more <laughs> vacant units. That's 130 million. That's almost the size of the U.S. I think the U.S. has 160 million. I have to go look that up, but that's 130 million vacant properties. That is stupid. That's stupid a lot. That's crazy. On top of that, Chinese real estate market made up 25% of Chinese GDP. Folks, China is going to go into a recession. They average 9% growth for over a decade. It ain't happening. When you take out the biggest leg of your GDP, and we are going to see some atrocious October numbers, uh, yeah, they're going to have a negative GDP. It is not going to be good. So again, not a lot going on there. Really vacant units for wealth, not cash flow. It's not one rinse at a time, clearly. We talked about it a little bit yesterday, but I saw lots of news, and that is that Zillow. Zillow has stopped buying. Folks, if you go back and watch my channel, I think it was nine or ten months ago, I said a lot of these uh, um, iBuyers, as they're called, are going to get caught. They have created systems, technology, apps that make it easy to buy. They have teams that are focused on buying. And believe me, if I was on a team at Zillow, I'd want to be on the buy side because it is extremely easy to buy. However, real estate to flip takes time. Lots of teams. Oh, by the way, you're operating a flipping business in the middle of a pandemic with supply issues. Your hold times are getting longer and longer and longer. And oh, by the way, the people buying the stuff, when they pay too much, you get screwed on the sell side. And Zillow has been averaging $40,000 losses. As I said nine months ago, you know, it feels good to thump your chest and buy four or 5,000 units a quarter. But when you start losing 40 grand a pop, eventually even public companies run out of money and stop being stupid. So Zillow slammed on the brakes. They're not running a good flipping business, folks. They are good at buying because, frankly, they're overpaying. Not good. I saw something about Southwest Airlines. Apparently, Southwest Airlines is dropping their plans uh, that they put in place for unvaccinated. Uh, I guess they were going to put them on unpaid leave. They now have reversed that decision. I wonder if it wasn't weather and air traffic control that caused that hiccup a week ago. Maybe it was an organized sick out. I'm just saying. Uh, again, then the last thing I have for you is Jerome Powell. Jerome Powell. You remember about three, maybe four weeks ago, we talked about some Fed presidents doing the naughty, kind of buying and selling stock that they were at least indirectly influencing given their uh, high prestige status so bad that I think it was the, the Texas um, Dallas I think it is I think it was the Dallas Fed president decided to retire early it was kind of an embarrassment Powell came out all high and mighty talking about ethics and this and that nonsense Pfft. turns out that good old Jerome Powell was trading millions of dollars in a ETF stock right into the thick of this right before a big drop. Now, in fairness, it wasn't a stock. 
let's skip, you know, it wasn't a it wasn't an individual company. It wasn't like an airline company or something like that. He traded the Vanguard total total stock market index fund, but he sold right before a precipitous drop. I don't know anything about this, but it looks bad. I expect um, Elizabeth Warren. I expect um, Bernie Sanders, uh, AOC, to jump on this. And if if this is true, because it has, I don't think it's been validated yet. But if it is true, and I got to tell you, it kind of feels true. He's done. He won't be reelected. He won't or renominated. He's not elected. Nominated. They won't. He will. Uh, Right off into the sunset, which means we get another Fed president, probably left-leaning. And um, yeah, I don't think the stock market is ready for that. So again, Jerome Powell, shame on you. Naughty, naughty, naughty. That's too bad. If it's true, you're done. Uh, At least, you know, what do I know? But that's my guess. This is not a good look. So that's what I got for you today. I'm excited. Again, folks, keep doing the work. Remember, I am very liberal with these cards. All you have to say is you watch me. Maybe you are one of the new listeners on my podcast. And uh, if you say that I helped you in any way, I want to count your count your closing and send you a card. You just need to direct message me. Easiest way is on Instagram. And again, if you've ever wanted autographed books, oh, we'll just take this one. I have 15 or 16 more of these. Uh, I will autograph them. We just need to figure out uh, how to get me the 50 bucks. And I will send them. Usually I'll do once a day, maybe once every other day I'll mail them. But yeah, I'm going to do that until they're all sold out. Take care of yourself. Have a wonderful day. I get to talk to the Lumberjack today and Omar. Man, Tuesdays are a lot of fun. Take care. Bye.